You are listening to the audio podcast of the weekly message preached at Central United Methodist Church in Arlington, Virginia. You're invited to worship with us in person on Saturdays at 4.30 p.m. or virtually through Zoom or Facebook on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Visit us at www.cumcballston.org. There you can learn more about our congregation and how we worship God, serve others, and embrace all. As we prepare to hear the word proclaimed, we will pray a prayer of illumination. We do this through song. We will sing verse 1 of Jesus, Keep Me Near the Cross. It is number 301 in the United Methodist Church. Jesus, keep me near the cross. There a precious I invite you to take a moment to pray with me and for me. Let us pray. Holy God, Lord, in the stillness of these next few moments, allow us to experience you in a new way. Speak to our hearts. Open our minds so that we may see the word in action this day. Amen. So I'm sharing with you um, the Lord's Prayer. And I'm not here every week, so if you remember, I was here and I did um, the first part about our Father, and then I talked about how I would be thy name. And so now we're at thy kingdom come. And um, so I've been thinking about kingdom, and I think what we expect from life is often what we get. Now, there's a scene um, from Winnie the Pooh. I love Winnie the Pooh. And Pooh and Piglet are taking an evening walk. And for a long time, they're walking in companionable silence. And finally, Piglet breaks the silence. And he says, when you wake up in the morning, Pooh, what's the first thing you say to yourself? What's for breakfast, answered Pooh. And what do you say, Piglet? I say, I wonder what exciting thing is going to happen today. Now, as I thought about the Lord's Prayer and as a teaching tool for us and the exciting thing that the disciples were asking Jesus, please teach us to pray. I thought about Pooh and Piglet. Why? 
Well, because you see, it's been my experience that when we come to prayer, we are usually thinking about breakfast. When God is wanting us to think about doing exciting things in the world. You know, we have a tendency to pray and to skip over the very first few tasks. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And then we hurry to the, give me the bread section. But, but when we do this, we're not only ignoring Jesus's invitation and his instruction, but it makes us hurry past the exciting work that God is doing in our world. So what we get in prayer, much like what we get in life, is often shaped by what we are looking for, but what, but by what we are asking for, but what we are expecting God to do. I want you to think about the last prayer that you prayed. Did you remember to thank God for all the blessings that you've been given? Did you take time to listen to God? Often when we pray, we tend to pray for the things that we want or that we need without giving it too much thought. I mean, let's be honest. Aren't our prayers usually a list of wants? When we pray, we are asking, are we asking for what we want or for what God wants? Sure, we have a list of requests, but are they heartfelt? Our God is a God that can make all things possible. And I think we're often content to ask for less. We typically say our prayers as casually as we'd order a burger at a drive-thru. I'll have one solved problem and two blessings. Cut the hassles, please. But that seems highly inappropriate when we think about who we are addressing our prayers to. Jesus tells us exactly how we are to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Friends, when we say thy kingdom come, we are asking for something very specific. I love the way Max Lucado says it. He says, you are inviting the Messiah himself to walk into your world. Come, my king, take your throne in our land. Be present in our heart. Be present in my office. Come into my marriage. Be Lord of my family, my fears, and my doubts. See, thy kingdom come is no feeble request. It is a bold appeal to God to occupy every corner of our lives. Now, when God occupies every corner of our lives, then his reign is already here. And his kingdom has come. Why do I say that? Simply because if God reigned in every corner of your lives, then you will be living a true witness of a life of love and service every day. When we talk about God's kingdom, we usually think of heaven, about the future, as I mentioned with the children. 
a time after our earthly life is over. Yet in the Lord's Prayer, one of the things that we pray for is that his kingdom comes on earth as it is in heaven. So we are talking about now, the present. We are talking about our lives right here, this instant, here on earth. How can this be? I want us to think about it this way. You know, some days we can see glimpses of heaven. When you witness a random act of kindness, when you witness someone helping a stranger cross the street, or stopping to touch the arm of an elderly person who might just need some human touch. Sometimes it could be as simple as a smile or a wave in hectic traffic. Random acts of kindness. I think when we're able to see the world through the eyes of a child, we can truly witness heaven on earth. Because they see life a bit differently, don't they? Well, Robert Fulgham is one of my favorite authors. You might know that he wrote the best-selling book, All I Ever Really Needed to Know, I Learned in Kindergarten. The title itself is enough to make us realize that our lives are far too complex and far too deep. I mean, think about it. Wouldn't it be nice if all we ever really needed to know were the rules of a kindergarten class? This is just some of them. What if we could stop to live and always play nicely with one another? To always take a buddy with us. To share our milk and cookies. To take naps. To share everything. To clean up our own mess. To say we're sorry when we hurt someone. These are all the simple things in life but things I am afraid that we often neglect as we get older. Thy kingdom come. The Bible talks a lot about the kingdom of God. As I was trying to think of a way to adequately convey what the kingdom of God is, I recalled a conversation that my goddaughter, Nicole had with her mother. This was many years ago. She's actually getting ready to be married, but she was like four at the time. And they were preparing to go to Disney, the Magic Kingdom in Florida. And her mom was trying to describe to her what exactly Disney was. And so she told Nicole, much like I told the children, that it was better than she could ever imagine. And Nicole, with her little brown eyes, closed them, and then she popped them open, and she responded, like heaven? When you really think about it, the kingdom of God could be described as a magic kingdom, because we have children there that are all at every turn, and magic just seems to happen, and a crossword is rarely spoken. There's joy and happiness and laughter, and there's this fullness of life. The kingdom of God would be much like that. Except instead of us having to go to it, it will come to us. There will be no worries about crime or hate. No worries about money and power. The kingdom of God will be filled with happiness and joy and love. 
Think about that. For years, children have loved to go to the Magic Kingdom because they like to dance around and skip and run to Mickey Mouse or to Cinderella or to Donald Duck. There's this excitement in every moment. I mean, honestly, even an adult likes that kind of atmosphere. There's just something about being in the Magic Kingdom that makes your child faith come alive. In the kingdom of God, we will be able to skip and run around to the angel Gabriel, to Peter, to David, to Paul, and mostly we would get to go and sit in the lap of Jesus. The entire atmosphere will be filled with peace and joy and worship. So when we pray, thy kingdom come, we are asking God to bring about that sort of atmosphere here on earth. You know, we can't just ask for it. We have a responsibility. Sometimes we forget that we have a responsibility. We have to do something about it. We have to be willing to take a step of faith and let God's kingdom loose. Share those random acts of kindness. Share the love. It's like Winnie the Pooh who first thinks of breakfast. Too often we are thinking French toast. When God is thinking it is time to change the world. We are praying for the arrival of breakfast. When God wants us to pray for the arrival of the king. But we will get to breakfast soon enough. Give us this day our daily bread. But until then, we are reminded of much bigger things. His name and his kingdom. A reminder to praise God for who he is. Are you a breakfast prayer? Jesus is telling us not to pray for the arrival of breakfast until we have prayed for the arrival of God. When we pray for God's kingdom to come on earth, we are also stating that the fact that Christ is coming again, and we need to be ready. Every week, every time that we pray the Lord's Prayer, when we pray that line about God's kingdom, we must use it as a reminder of who is king and who is coming. And folks, it's not Mickey Mouse. Philippians 3.20 states that our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. Our life is to be lived in anticipation of that day. Are you ready? Not only should we make ourselves ready, but we must be sure our neighbors and our friends are ready. We must announce his arrival. We have a job to do. According to 2 Corinthians 5, verses 18 through 21, we are ambassadors for him. All that is left is for us to announce the kingdom's, the king's arrival. So who are you telling? Are you telling everybody? Are you being an ambassador of Christ? 
When we pray, thy kingdom come, we are praying that God will govern the world. Folks, God is going to have the last word. His kingdom will come. Now, we we need to be like that dear old Christian lady who was being hassled by a couple of young chaps about Jesus coming and whether or not she herself would be ready. And she looked at them and she said, y'all listen to me. I don't have to get ready. I keeps ready. Are you comfortable with God being in control? Is God in your life? Does God's kingdom rule in you? Friends, let's not be like Pooh, who only thinks about breakfast, when God is calling us to change the world. Amen. Amen.